Well, hi there, Jeffrey. Hi, Dan Squirrel. I'm doing just fine, but uh, listeners might notice that you sound a little bit different. Do you want to tell us about that? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I want to let people know that uh, this podcast is uh, brought to you from New York City, where I'm uh, visiting this week. So a little bit different equipment and therefore not the normal, uh, warm, soothing tones that people are used to. I think it's still pretty good. Well, that's good. Uh, hopefully people aren't too disappointed. Uh, and hopefully they're not disappointed in the fact that we're going to have a little bit of a schedule change uh, for this week. I think we had promised people that we'd be finishing off the uh, series on the Agile Principles. We were due for Agile Principle number 12. That at regular intervals, the team reflects on how to become more effective than tunes and adjust its behavior accordingly. However, uh, people are going to have to hold on to their enthusiasm for another week as we are going to do a slight change uh, due in part to my travel and some other topics have come up. Um, instead of doing the Agile Principle, I think, uh, Squirrel, I was going to talk to you a bit and have you explain to us a little bit about something, a different project you have going on uh, called the Squirrel Test. Uh, Indeed. And uh, I think there's some uh, uh, people in our audience would probably appreciate knowing it uh, about it. And uh, I think we can uh, fit it in nicely with the principles we've been talking about. So, Maybe you can start by telling us a little bit about the squirrel test. In particular, uh, who, what is it and who's it for? Sure. So the squirrel test is a short uh, test that you can take if you are a Series A founder. That means you've kind of achieved a product market fit in your startup and you're wanting to scale your team, but you're not sure what might go wrong. And um, that's the kind of people that I specialize in helping in my consulting business. And of course, a lot of what I do involves agile principles, but a lot of it involves a whole lot of other things uh, that have to do with how a startup of that kind runs. And I modeled this test on something that uh, the older folks in our audience will certainly remember called the Joel test, which was Joel Spolsky's similar diagnostic test. You can do it in five minutes. It's 12 questions, yes or no, give yourself a score, and you'll know whether your software development team is running well. One of the things I like to point out is this was from 2000, the Joel test was. And so the first question was, are you using source control? And we've, we've moved on a bit from that. That's that's not something that we worry about too much anymore. There's occasional folks who don't, but pretty much everyone does. And I hope that um, although the uh, Joel test has uh, got some technical bits that are uh, uh, obviated, that it's still standing the test of time. It's uh, useful and helpful. And I'm hoping that the squirrel test could helpfully similarly tell you whether your uh, startup at the stage that I specialize in is ready to scale. Now, you personally used the, the Jolt test. You found it helpful in, in the past? Absolutely. So the company we both have worked at, Tim Group, was uh, the development team was me. I was the CTO and I knew nothing about really good software development. I had not had good experiences. So I was able to use the, the Jolt test to assess what we were doing. For example, we did not use source control at first, but when I read the Joel test, I went off and figured out what source control was and how to use it. So you've had this personal experience of a test like this being helpful, and, and now the squirrel test is your version of trying to bring that to, to other people. That's exactly the idea. And the, the key thing is that it's fast and yes or no questions. So you, you don't have to sit around and do a, a month-long assessment and stare at your navel and measure how many function points per minute you've created or something. It's, you can do it very fast and figure out whether you're basically okay or not. And the same idea for the squirrel and, test. And just we'll mention, uh, I think, real briefly before we move on, where, where could I find the squirrel test? 
Well, you could find an early version. We'll talk about how I've been developing it. You'll find an early version at squirreltest.com. By the time you listen to this, if it's a few weeks after we produce it, it may actually be finished. But um, don't be surprised if it looks under construction. All right. So that's that's going to be the the the. the future home of the squirrel test. Um, and we've, you said there's, it's interesting because you said there's 12 questions in the squirrel test. We've been doing uh, the series on the 12 Agile principles. Is there a connection between these Agile principles and the 12 questions of the squirrel test? I would say so, but it's quite a complex connection. They're, they're the same kinds of thinking that go into both of them. So if you want to scale your uh, uh, software development uh, team, or if you want to scale your uh, startup business, you're going to need to do some of the things that agile principles tell you to do, like ensure that your team can self-organize because as you scale it to a hundred or a thousand people, uh, eventually you're not going to be able to organize everything yourself. You're going to need to get lots of customer feedback, which you may not have needed in the early days when you were relying on your intuition. So there's lots of connections, but I think that this podcast is going to be too short to contain them. Yep. So uh, that's uh, some foreshadowing for our listeners there that uh, they should expect at some future episode, we will come back to the connections uh, of the scroll test uh, to the Agile Manifesto and the Agile Principles. Um, so I think, and the idea of, of, of having something relatively short uh, this week, uh, but connected to our theme of the Agile Principles, um, is the, what I call the dog food question, are we eating our own dog food? So really the yep. question here is, have you followed any of the Agile Principles uh, while you've been creating this website, the Squirrel Test website? And if so, which ones? Yep. Well, the, the first one is uh, produce working software, in this case, software consisting of HTML and CSS and a tiny bit of JavaScript. So there's working software. You can go to squirreltest.com and read the content that is up there. And it works on a mobile phone, and it's uh, basically doing what it should do. But there are lots of pieces missing. So in the same way that it's uh, something that's very useful to produce uh, working software every day, even if it's not perfect, I've got a working version of the website up and I even did earlier versions in Google Docs and scribbled in my notebook, which I was able to get feedback on early. So that's certainly one of the principles that I used. And we've certainly talked a lot. We've stressed that I think many times uh, throughout in our, our, the series on the Agile Principles is the ability to, to learn early. Uh, and so can you tell us a bit of what, what's some examples of what activities you've done to learn uh, with the scroll test? Well, the easiest thing I did was go back to my former clients and say, hey, this test is supposed to tell you whether you're ready to scale. And of course, you worked with me and I hope I helped you to scale. And they said, yes, you did. And I said, so how do you score and what do you think of what's in the squirrel test? And they gave me lots of feedback about what I was missing, how to formulate it, how to format it on the page so it was easier to digest. Um, uh, told me uh, content I should put in the introduction to help people understand what it was for and wh how it might help them. So uh, I got tons of very useful feedback from uh, former clients. And, and you, it didn't require you to have the whole website done to, to get that. You didn't need the full product, essentially, no. before you could do it. So. I, I had a Google Doc, which had <laughs> scribbled versions. And in fact, I, I sent it to somebody and had notes all through it, and they were still able to give me useful feedback. Fantastic. Um, you, you mentioned uh, when we were talking about it, the, the, the principle of keeping things simple. Uh, mm -hmm. and give some examples of how you've done that so far. Well, the, the, the easiest one is including headings. So a piece of feedback I got from someone who had created something similar, in fact, was that 
having something that was really easy to digest would be helpful. And I hadn't thought about dividing the 12 questions into, into sections, into subgroups. And that's been extremely helpful for when I give talks about it. And when people read it, they can kind of see, oh, yeah, this is the section on feedback. This is the section on leadership. And that's very helpful. So that's an example of simplicity. And an example of leaving something out is feedback I got about uh, trying to make it more visual and, and give graphics and things that help understand it, help people understand it. That might come later, but at the moment I'm sticking to plain text and uh, uh, communicating in that way, which I think is simpler and easier to get up quickly and get feedback on. All right. You also mentioned that you uh, had to provide a supportive environment for people to uh, get things done. Uh, what, what, was, what was the example here for you providing a supportive environment? So the squirrel test, given its name, you would think would be produced only by me. And yeah, I wrote all the text, but I'm not much of a web designer, that's for sure. You just have to see how I uh, 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 try to match my clothes and my wife has to do it for me. So I'm, I'm not very good at that, but I have a wonderful designer who helps me with all the all things design and uh, graphics and so on and makes everything look nice. And so I had to rely on him to produce the the, the, the design of the site. And the nice thing I was able to do because I've worked with him before is say, look, just make it work on a mobile. I know that you're going to figure out something that makes sense. Uh, if you look at the site, you'll see that there are uh, descriptions of each of the questions and what the context is for each one and then a story about each one. And he figured out how to, how to do that on a mobile so that, on the, well, on the mobile, they go in order and, and the um, uh, on the uh, desktop. They're, they sit next to each other. And both of those work very nicely. And what I did not do would send him screenshots or scribbles showing him how to do that. I just said, figure out how to make it look nice on a mobile. I trust you that you'll, you'll be able to do that. So you're able to, to uh, in, in give him the environment and uh, trust him to get the job uh, done. So it sounded like that worked out pretty well. Any, anything else you'd want to particularly uh, uh, emphasize then? Any other major takeaways in developing this that you've uh, reflected that was related to the Agile principles? Well, I'd say there's two that are relevant uh, that come immediately to mind. The first is face-to-face -face communication. So I certainly got a lot from sitting next to founders and watching them go through the process of reading the squirrel test and frowning and scribbling and commenting and so on as they went through it. So face-to-face -face high bandwidth communication was super helpful. And the thing I didn't do very well, but would sure like to do better, is constant pace. So I've been frantically trying to get the squirrel test all finished. I have a, a big talk on Thursday evening. Uh, this, we're recording this on Tuesday night. And I have a, a long couple of days in front of me to uh, do many things, including finish the squirrel test. So my goal, vigorously expressed, is to get it done. And I've not been on constant pace. It would be great if I could say I did one question a day and... Got it done in 12 days. That is not how I've worked. And I would like to have done so. It would have been much more sustainable and probably better quality. And I think so when this is done, then we'll be able uh, to coincide with our next podcast. We'll be able to, uh, our topic will be, will be coming back next week uh, with the uh, principle number 12 uh, on uh, reflection at regular intervals. And it sounds like you'll be, you'll be spot on ready for that. You'll be, have delivered the website and the talk and you'll be ready to reflect then and see uh, how you might tune and adjust your behavior for the future. 
Exactly. And listeners are welcome to give me feedback by going to squirreltest.com and uh, uh, telling me all the things that are good or bad or both about it. So uh, that may uh, influence how I uh, uh, reflect on how it's uh, performed for me. So the, the, the learning will continue. Uh, that is certainly the plan. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Squirrel, for sharing that with us. And uh, really great to hear how you've applied some of these principles that we've talked about the last several weeks to your own project. Uh, and again, for, for listeners who are interested, the Squirrel Test is at squirreltest.com. Uh, you can go in and check back uh, regularly to see how it evolves. because It sounds like uh, Squirrel has many great ideas about how to take it ahead in the future. And uh, so thanks for sharing that uh, with us, Squirrel. And uh, look forward to talking to you about Agile Principle 12 next week. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it as well. All right.